This is NGO Weekly, a weekly update on the top NGO and nonprofit related stories on trends, transformation, and technology from around the world. Let's jump into this week's stories. Today is about live broadcasting. I was doing live broadcasts long time ago, like, okay, in, in internet terms, already five years ago. And uh, that was when I worked for a bank. They had a real studio set up and we did content marketing there. And uh, it was super fun to do. I had uh, in one year more than 400 interviews and quite some experience, but that all changed. Now live broadcasting is accessible to everybody. I was always fascinated with radio, with television, with broadcasting. I did so many internships, freelancers in radio, in television stations. Of course, the magic thing was to have the microphone there, to maybe have the connection, to have the show. But now the question is, do you have just like the, the right content, I would say, to share? Do you have your audience and uh, then you're ready to go? So you can, you can do it as well. And so this is why I'm especially pleased to welcome uh, my tutor, mentor, coach on live broadcast. His name is Adrian Salisbury. Welcome, Adrian. Hey, Daniel. Great to be here. If I may quickly introduce you, Adrian. So you are a former professional photographer who found his passion in broadcasting for YouTube and then later for live. And so you're yeah. also offering courses on like how to really reach out uh, through video, through live online. And uh, you are now a, yeah, like a massive YouTube influencer with a hundred thousand <laughs> followers. That's uh, more than a hundred thousand followers. And you are yeah. my, my coach and mentor. And uh, when did it really start your passion with live broadcasting, Adrian? To be honest, there's a, a mix really. And I think, a, a, a I don't think live is replacing um, pre-recorded video content and things. Uh, I think there's a place for both of them very much. They have different purposes. So I, I came very much as a photographer, constantly being asked, how do I do this on my camera? And how can I make this look better? And how do you get a blurry background? And all of this sort of stuff. And I started a, a YouTube channel. I started a website and really answering people's questions in videos on YouTube. Um, None of that was live. It was all pre-recorded and uh, only really getting into, I think when live first started, it was very, if you remember, it was really kind of grab your phone and do a behind the scenes style, very basic, very poor quality. It didn't matter if your hair was up and you're in your pajamas. It was just a, a, a this real kind of behind the yeah. scenes. And I, I didn't really take to that because like you, I'm, I'm more interested in the professional side of it and, I'm looking going, that's not the image I want to put across. So I didn't jump straight on live streaming on Periscope and things. But then really for me, much like you, having come across Ecamm, uh, I was a few years ahead of you, but discovering Ecamm and realizing I can go live, but still keep this same standard and quality as if I were recording a video. And that appealed to me and all of a sudden thinking, OK, I can mix the the interaction of a live broadcast with the quality of a, a professional set. Yeah. And I think when we look at what you know, you showed there a little showreel of your your previous experience, that would have been 
tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars gone into that equipment to be able to put that show together. Mm -hmm. uh, we can now do it sitting with a, we're, we're both in our homes with, with a camera in front of us and we can actually create the same power and effect doing this, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is what I just realized in hindsight that, wow, so how did the broadcast industry actually change as well? Because it was so much about like, oh, you have to know this special person and then maybe you have a chance to yeah. get in and things like that. And uh, I think I was yeah. never that attracted to it, I have to say, because of it, because I thought, okay, so you have to be really pushy to get okay, uh, yeah. to get your point across. But I see more and more that, uh, as you also said, uh, this accessibility on the other hand, that you can just pick up your, your phone and then make yeah. a live and reach out to your audience is really absolutely phenomenal. And uh, the only thing now that is limiting is the time, the, 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 the screen yeah. time that people are willing to take. And I think here I'm, I already say in my, in my last lives, in my test lives like that, uh, that of course it doesn't, it doesn't, if you have that good message, if you can reach out with something that you're really passionate about, that's something where people say, okay, I yeah. would like to listen to the story. But if you then have this notch higher, that you have the right light, that you have the microphone and yes. everything fits. And so it's a pleasurable experience that can certainly distinguish, distinguish you from yeah. others. I can remember one of my customers saying to me, because uh, I used to do an, an example where I would, flick on my webcam on my MacBook Pro and, and it was a much lower quality and I would say look look at this one and then compare this one to me when I come through on this camera and he said um, I thought he summed it up really well he said when I'm watching that the lower quality it's like I'm watching a video that you've made but when you show up like this it's like you're actually there in front of me and the quality mm -hmm. It, it feels like we're actually here having a conversation. I mean, we are, <laughs> but but in it, it, like a pre-recorded video terms as well. You know, it it people connect a lot better when you when you up the quality and partly because everybody has you know because it is so easy to just grab your phone and go live or record a video. Um, everyone's doing it, so all of a sudden now the problem is that there's so many choices and so many options if you want to stand out in that stop the scroll as we say you know and someone's going oh here's a load of videos oh this one looks like professional he must be good mm. <laughs> uh, and it looks good it sounds good and like you said it's actually pleasing to sit and watch um rather than you're struggling to hear it because it's not very loud or is a bad noise going on or yeah just a bad image quality so yeah it, it definitely makes the the experience better for your viewer yeah for sure yeah and also <laughs> this interactivity this is really something that is the the game changer i would say because you really have the uh, possibility now to actively interconnect so we encourage you, of course, too, to ask yes. the expert, Adrian Salisbury, <laughs> to, to ask your questions um, right now. Great question. Is there a difference between live streaming and live broadcasting? Yeah. Is there something that you would say, well, it's a, there's a difference in between? Uh, it's a great question. And personally, I haven't really considered this. Uh, and, and I think, Daniel, you're one of the first people that I've come across talking about live broadcasting, but that's because of your background and where you've come into this from. Uh, to me, the difference is really is I consider that the, 
you know, a broadcast is very much more one-sided, isn't it? It's more, it's me putting a message out there, maybe more like a webinar uh, or that sort of style. So a, a live broadcast would be more, more of that. I think the live streaming f for me, one of the, so I'm not particularly looking between a live broadcast and a live stream but in terms of a video you know do i want to put a tutorial video up or do i want to do a live stream on it the live stream for me is very much what we're doing here and interacting and taking time and going oh great question thanks for being on you know it, it's it's more of a conversation um and that would be my take on a, a broadcast would be more one-sided and and the live stream if any difference the live stream would be more of a two-way conversation and I would feel more inclined to jump into the chat and I know that the host will call out the questions and things. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, thank you very much. Yeah, now the questions, questions are coming again, yeah. in. Uh, so let's first go with uh, Laura. And uh, so she is especially asking, okay, is there a starter kit that you would recommend for, for yeah, going live? Uh, uh, Laura, better than that, to be honest, the... Uh, uh, we're talking about live streaming here, but my my background very much is pro video. I, I run a pro video academy. And for me, I'm very much trying to, like Daniel mentioned at the start, people either use a phone or they go to a, a studio and have a big produ production set and they're working away with that. And I kind of felt that I wanted to bridge that gap and let home users be able to turn up with broadcast quality. Uh, so what I've done is to put together an equipment list and it will cost about twelve to fifteen hundred dollars US. You can get this equipment. I've got a set of videos that will show you exactly how to set everything up just as I've got it here. Um, and then I coach you and help you through it. Are you ready for more questions? <laughs> Come on. Okay. So who should do live broadcasting? So it's a very general question, but maybe people also have this idea of, okay, it's only for companies, only for little entrepreneurs. What have you seen in your experience? Who is no, using I think it? anybody can do it, honestly. Um, you know, if you've got an idea or a passion and you think, it's like starting a YouTube channel. You know, if you've got something that you can talk about and share with the world, um, if you're passionate about it and you're determined enough, then absolutely you can start a live show. You could be building up a community. People get used to seeing you go live and they know there's going to be some great content coming. Uh, and it can be anybody, you know, you maybe you're, it's to do with your corporate business or maybe you love baking and you want to do a show and every week you're going to show up and bake something. Uh, it really doesn't matter what it is, but I do think you want to be in it for the long run. You know, this is not something if you think, well, I'll give it a try and I'll see um, and I, maybe I'll show up once a month. It's not really going to take off. If you really want to do uh, live broadcasting, then yeah, have a have a plan and a goal and be determined that this is where you want to go. I honestly think anybody could do it and should be doing it. So the next question is, how do I know I have something to tell about? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, and actually, I think most of us would struggle with the whole imposter syndrome, as we call it, you know, that yeah. feeling of who am I? I'm not worthy to be, you know, who's going to listen to me? I think a lot of people start by saying, oh, you know, I, I, yeah, <laughs> how am I going to become somebody like that? And 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 we still laugh, you know, I we're sitting in our, <laughs> in our home here in England and you, you kind of have people all over the world looking in and you think, how do you, how does this happen? It's great. But really, uh, how do you know 
in my experience, when I started out, I was go I was talking about photography and I was always being asked. Somebody would uh, come up to me at church. I used to do a lot of the photography at our church, just sort of weekly shots of people and things for social media. And people would come over and go, oh, you've got a camera. I'm, I've am i got one and I'm, I can't get it to do this. Or I've got, you know, just would just come up constantly asking questions. And I realized there was a need. There were people that uh, SLR cameras had suddenly become uh, affordable to non-professionals. And then people were saying, how do I get going with this? How do I use this? And maybe I'm looking on YouTube myself thinking there are lots of people searching these questions uh, if I've got something to share on it, there'll be an audience for it. Mm -hmm. But I do think you do need to just test. And also the thing is that go 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 into it because you will find your answer also or the thing that you are interested in during the, the action, basically. I always yeah. find this so interesting, especially now through these interactive formats. And we're having so many great questions. And do you how have any tips how to reach the largest audience with the live broadcasting? I think it's a very good question because it's actually not that obvious how you have to reach out. Can you elaborate a little bit on this? I think um, it depends on the niche that you're in, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the industry really that you're in. But if you can get seen and known as an authority in that space, so you could start creating content, talking about the topic, and, and you, you build this show, um, you can then reach out to some of these bigger influencers. Or maybe uh, there are lots of tips and ideas, really, but you, you can follow some of these guys. Um, you can comment in, in a helpful way. You can share things. You can just get on their radar, really. Um, and who knows, they might reach out to you and go, I'd love to get you on my show. You know, I see you've been really adding value on this. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this is what I've done with uh, the live streaming space, not deliberately, but uh, I absolutely love Ecamm Live as a platform. And so I've made videos about it. And if you type Ecamm Live into uh, YouTube or Google, it's covered with videos of me on there. And I've become the authority on Ecamm and you know within live streaming as you are yeah. mentioning uh, Ecamm so is this the only platform that you would recommend yeah I'm talking uh, I mean I'm just really my journey how I've become an authority there with Ecamm and with live streaming there are very few platforms that would let you do this so there are things like be live and Streamyard and some you right. know these platforms that you can jump into and do live streaming through or Facebook itself um, but you won't be able to do things like this. So I yeah. think Ecamm is quite unique in the middle there. I think so too. So it's really one of the best packages. So you get the possibility of having live interview guests and even more than, than five people. So I have never seen this in other packages where every guest is basically an additional package. Here you can basically have people dial in through this uh, dedicated streaming link here and you have people in like a real professional television studio thank you so much um i see so much interactivity now so question, question as the setup buttons and controls are getting sophisticated do you think it would be a good idea to have an operator and presenter as two separate person for big and major events you absolutely could it depends where you want to go with this it, 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 the software we're using here ecamm is designed really for you to be able to host it on your on your own and you can get uh little controls that you can plug in so things can be 
added to buttons. So as Daniel's been changing through scenes on here, uh, what's been, you know, so where he puts me on screen or then when he puts himself on screen or now we're on this uh, green screen one with the comments, these are individual scenes that he's made in advance so that now all he has to do is sit and click a button to go, go to next scene, go to the, the one with the comments on and things. So it really is designed for you to manage this on your own. And that's, yeah. I love this. You know, Daniel's now has come through this and he's now doing these lives and he's doing a fantastic job. And it's, it's encouraging to me to see that this training works. Uh, so it's kind of, we've gone full circle now, haven't we? And I, you know, I love this. So Absolutely. I would love to hear back that, I just think it's it's really leveled the playing field, hasn't it? It's, yeah. We're not kind of try, you know, like you say, five years ago, I, I couldn't have competed against a corporate company mm. in anything. But actually, it makes no difference whether I'm sitting in a spare bedroom at home or in a very expensive production studio. We all show up looking exactly the same, and if the if the content we've got is useful to people, uh, then we'll build that audience and we'll succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. I read this, that live broadcasting has the potential to become the next, well, channel in, in digital. And I thought, wow, that's quite bold. Uh, let's say, well, I don't know how we can define it. So is it a, the next big thing or something? But it's a definitely a way how to attract people to yeah. your cause, to your thing that you are offering that you would like to share with them. Every customer interaction is so important. And so this is another customer interaction that you can really define yeah. with, a, with a customer, with your to-be customers or with your audience. That is so important these yeah. days. You know, it can be a phenomenally powerful tool. Uh, it, it's no way of build. There's no better way, really, to build no like and trust than through live video like this. And you guys have been watching in and you've seen us and you've been enjoying this. Uh, you know, you're already starting to build a relationship with us, you know, and it's it, it, it's that powerful. Um, and I really encourage you to get going with this and have a start at it. And uh, I would love to be your coach and help you. So, yeah, Ecom wow. Academy is definitely the place. Thank, Thank you very you. much. All the Great best, Adrian. Bye-bye. Thank you all for coming on. Thank Bye. you. Hey, thanks for listening to this expert talk on live broadcasting. If you have any thoughts you want to share, please send me your feedback through email or through the social networks. You can find my email address in the podcast notes. Also, you find the reference to Adrian Salisbury's Academy in the notes as well. And I would like to share with you that I am hosting live broadcasts now regularly. If you have a purpose, a mission you care about, I'm happy to let your purpose shine and let you talk about it. If you're interested, contact me as well. I'm looking forward to welcoming you in the next podcast when we will talk about the World NGO Day on February the 27th. Looking forward. Have a great time. Bye-bye.